0: And now, enjoy today's podcast.
1: We are really blessed. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. You are an amazing Father. Yes, Lord. Who are we without you? (coughs) We are nothing without you. And so, Father, I, I praise you and I thank you for your beautiful Spirit, the Holy Spirit. I yes. thank you for His presence tonight. I thank you that Your precious Word will not return void, but it's going to prosper in the thing where to you send it. Amen. Thank you, Father, for speaking through Marius's his mind and through his vocal cords. Yes. Amen. And thank you, Father, for giving us ears to hear. Thank you for giving us eyes to see. Thank you for allowing us to see more of you, of who you are, in your wonderful grandeur, in your glory. Mm -hmm. We thank you, Father, for your beautiful word that is rich and is alive. Thank you that it always bears fruit. Thank you, Father, that we are born again. We carry your DNA in our spirit. Eternal life. The Greek says Zoe. (coughs) We carry that God DNA on the inside of us. Mm -hmm. And we give you all the praise. And we give you all the glory and the honor. You are worthy to be praised, Lord. We love you, and we know that you love us. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Amen, amen. amen.
3: Uh, Yeah, guys, for what we spoke about before time, I looked at us, oops, I definitely got a different topic. was and Andrew was quite amped up about talking about finances. uh, But my topic tonight is basically more for encouragement. And uh, this is actually, I'm going to be honest, this is something I'm actually applying to myself at the moment. Okay. That's why I really, this is something that I'm seeking the Lord myself. Uh-huh. So I'm applying whatever I'm talking to myself as well. And my my message for tonight is actually titled, Not to Settle for Less. Mm. And uh, when you actually post that message in the morning, I thought, yet, <laughs> 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 Because that was touching on that. Yeah. But the main scripture I'm going to read out of is actually in the Old Testament is the one in Psalm 51, but the last passage, that is actually the passage where David sinned mm. when he slept with me, etc. And, but I actually want to make emphasis on that because that I really believe the Lord showed me something there. Because so I many of us get born again. Mm. We live for God on a daily basis, but we just live. Mm. We just live, you know. And I've actually come to the point where there's moments where I experience this closeness. Mm. And then I wonder, how did that happen? Mm. And a person can have these moments when you have time with the Lord. And, and I don't believe it's supposed to be moments. Yeah, That is something that I'm seeking. And I was looking at this. And I really just want to read. I'm not going to read the whole thing because... That's the whole thing with David sinned and we repented before the Lord and the consequences everything. But the last scriptures I want to read is actually from verse 10 to 12. Okay. And that's actually the one that says, create me a new heart. But that is why I actually want to speak about tonight because everybody gets born again. We all live for Jesus, but we just carry on. And we get setbacks. We live with Jesus, but we just carry on. And you know, we, we actually, that's why my message is not to settle for less, because you may spoke this morning, and he posed it on not to take your salvation for granted. Yeah. And yeah. this is exactly touching on that, because so many people get born again, and like, if you go and read Psalm 51, you'll notice that in the Old Testament, David, David sent, he was anointed by the Holy Spirit, and he was actually begging God not to take the Holy Spirit from yes. him. Yes. And he was actually begging God not to take him away from his presence. And I really believe as born-again believers, and I'm sorry to say that, and I'm saying little grace of love, you, we, we are so spoiled with the Holy Spirit. This is something David was begging the Lord not to take away from him. Yeah. We are baptized, the Holy Spirit, and people just carry on with their own lives. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit's there, and we really appreciate the Holy Spirit in a way that David did. Mm-hmm. We was actually begging the Lord, Lord, please don't take it away from me. So I really want to, just want to read it, Psalm 51 verse 10 to 12. And this is, like I said, I'm going to point out a few things. I really believe this is just to help us to direct, you know, what's happening when a person falls. So this is not the formula, mm-hmm. but this is just a guide, basically, an encouragement for the people. I'm going to read from the New King James Version, and I'm reading Psalm 51 verse 10 to 12. Mm-hmm. And the well-known scripture says here, yeah, Create in me a clean heart, O God And renew a steadfast spirit within me And it says Do not cast me away from your presence And do not take your Holy Spirit from me It Mm. says here Restore to me The joy of your salvation Wow And uphold me by your generous spirit now, the thing that stood out to me when I was, when I was studying this is this last part. Restore to me the joy of, of your salvation. How many of us are looking for that joy again that we had when we gave our hearts to the Lord? Yeah. This is what David is also referring to. He has restored to me. But he's also mentioning other things create And renew a steadfast spirit in me. That's also important, and do not cast me away from your presence, like I said. The Lord will never leave us nor forsake us, as Hebrew says. But so many of us are just, we're having setbacks, we fall, we sin, we make mistakes, we repent. But then when, when we actually, I think Smith Wigglesworth said, if you're having a relationship with the Lord today, and your relationship tomorrow is not where really you was the previous day, you've backslid.
1: Yeah, he said that. <laughs>
3: and that is hectic I must whack myself over there because I'm guilty of that but this is something I'm really seeking the Lord's heart for I want to actually see where the problem is and I want to actually correct it Mm. that's right when I was praying about it, the message you made me that came up do not settle for less and when you spoke about it it says do not take your salvation for granted I really believe it's something because we all believe God for things but the main key the center point is our relationship with Him that's it That's where everything starts. First, seek the kingdom. Not seek the needs, first, seek the kingdom. The kingdom starts with our relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So, what also stood out to me is that a few things that's important that he speaks about here is a new heart. And people might want a new heart. And we all are familiar with the heart. Why? From the heart, we speak. Things come out of the heart. Mm -hmm. From the heart, we think. We speak from heart. That's Matthew 12 verse 54. Out of the banners of the heart to mouth speaks my favorite. As a man thinketh in his heart so easy. Proverbs 23 verse 7. And very important as well. Our hearts. Our hearts is not, it's not the blood pump. That's a spiritual hearts I'm referring to by the way. If people are, are thinking what I'm talking about. And also the same place. Our hearts is where actually the Holy Spirit pours out the God's love in our lives because when the Bible says walk by love and so many people wonder how am I supposed to walk by love that's the love that God's given us by His Holy Spirit but that's very important because the moment the person falls this is one of the areas that's very well affected people might want to yell yeah, but why is it relevant because that's the engine of our lives because when a person gets born again what do I give the Lord their heart and that's in their lives and that's very important also to allow the Holy Spirit at the same time to bring restoration. Now, a person might wonder, okay, how is this relevant to our relationship? Okay, what mistakes have we made that you feel guilty about? I'm sorry, i sure people make mistakes and they think, yeah, you know, what, I, I messed up, what do I do now? You know, and what also stood out to me is that you guys know the scripture, the joy of the Lord is my strength. When I was studying this, I really believed the Lord showed me, you know, what is that joy? I was always wondering, what's that joy referring to? You know what a joy is? That's a joy, that that's the father's reaction when we come to him. When, he, when his children approach him, that is his joy. And at the same time, I was, a person was one how's the house, giving me strength. How would you, if a person, every one of you that's got children, I've got children, one of the biggest joys that a parent can have is when a child comes to you and comes and talk to you. And at the same time, that child to be encouraged to know that they are loved and they can move on. Now, that's the joy that God has when we approach him as his children. And when we come to him and say, wow, I'm pleasing my father, mm. what does that give you? It gives you strength, mm. it gives you fulfillment as well. And this is something that actually I believe so many believers are lacking. And that's where they would see the joy of my salvation as well. A person makes mistakes, we make mistakes and we just carry on with our lives. Mm. And a person said, Okay, the Lord, I repented, yes, I'm forgiven. The Bible says if you if you repent of our sin, he's faithful and just, yes. But where's your relationship? Yeah. You repented, but you're carrying on with your life. Are you going back to the Lord? And what also stood out to me in this is when David sinned, he had a special place in you know, a bond with the Lord. And immediately when he sinned, he lost that place. But what you know what stood out to me as well when I was studying this? He went after that again. He had a special place in the relationship with the Lord, but the moment he sinned, God pulled back because of the sin. He didn't reject him, but David said, "Uh -uh, I lost that place, I'm going to get that place back. Mm. And how many believers are really doing that in today's time? I'm including myself as well.
1: That's a
3: good question. Because we spend time with the Lord, we have our intimate relationships with the Lord, we make mistakes, and we feel, oh, I feel a bit drier. Now, then you just carry on. So, oh, you know, some moments will pass. We should go back like David did. He knew it went wrong, but he went back to the Lord. How many people will run away for what he did? They will never come back. They will <coughs> run away. They will say, oh, never. David went back. He knew what he did. He was willing to take consequences, and he said, I want that relationship back. Guys, we're living in the last days, we all got calls in our lives. But some of us are walking with crutches here. The same applies to other areas where Jesus came. Jesus says in the word in John 10 verse 10, He's come to where we may have life and have it more abundantly. But how many of us are really walking in that abundance? Mm. And at the same time, why? Because we're settling for less. We're settling for pocket change. Like the, Trevor and Andy was on the road concerning the finances at the same time God wants us to be blessed Yeah. but how I many of us already experienced a blessing and it's coming back to the same time why? because if we know his character if we know the heart of the Father who wants his children to be blessed but it all starts for at one place not for our needs to be met and carry on to forget the Lord Yeah. we're supposed yeah. to be a blessing to other people as well at the same time but we can only be a blessing if the people can see the blessing in us and they can see that comes from the Father that we serve him And people are not seeing that Because we're all walking around with band-aids and things like that And and I'm sorry to say, the Christians outside uh, They're not giving a good reflection of the church Mm -hmm. Because the church in general is supposed to be a a light for the world And confess they're doing the work I'm saying with respect Mm -hmm. And this is also, when I went over this I also realized that so many people are trying to live for God But trying to please God you know, I said, Lord, what can I do to please you? And mm-hmm. that's where I came across a scripture, Isaiah 5 and 6 in the New Living Translation. Guys, I'm going to read the scripture, so you're welcome to give input just for the sake of time. And the Lord says here, I want you to show love, not offer sacrifices. Mm-hmm. I want you to know me more than I want burnt offerings. Mm. What is the Lord saying here? He's looking for an intimate relationship with us. Yeah. He's not looking for performance. He's not looking for offerings that we give. Yes, we give His offerings, but He says, I want you. I don't want your offerings. I need, don't need your offerings. I need you. Mm. And that is what David was after as well. He, he realized this. And he went after that. But how many of us are willing to go after that if we make mistakes or in our daily lives? If you're not the day we were yesterday, don't be satisfied. Just, oh, you know, thank you, Lord, it's a new day. Say, so, Lord, I was in a good place yesterday. What did I do here then or what? And like I said, it's not the formula. It's a matter of the heart. Because I was actually also asking, Lord, what is causing us to have that experience with the Lord? And I really believe the Holy Spirit said to me, He connects to our faith. Mm. It's, but The Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. So when we give God faith, we give Him something to connect with us. But at the same time, if we not in faith, the Bible says to just shall live by faith. If we, on a daily basis, if we read our word, we read our passage, and we believe God, then we can actually relate to something like that. But if you're just living your life, and you pray your prayer religiously, but goes as far as the ceiling, that's going to mean squat. Mm. You know, that's why I always make it the point in the morning when I wake up, and I greet Lord, morning, Lord. And I speak to the Lord during the day. I mean, whatever. I mean, like, it, this is stuff that the person should should have and David had an intimate relationship with the Lord yeah. but that's what for a lot many people they don't care about I'm sorry to say that they know I've okay, come born again well, 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 I'm now, I've now got the experience I know what this and this and this works Yeah. but it's not about the works people it's about our relationship with the Lord and we're supposed to grow here and I've also while I was actually meditating and I really believe the Lord says you are today where you are because of the mistakes that you made and you're willing to correct them got that means you've grown but if a person's not willing to grow, they're not they're gonna be stagnant. Yeah. And whose fault is that?
1: It's like um, like you say, when you wake up in the morning yes. and you greet the Lord. I, I do that. Yeah. I wake up in the morning and I greet the Father and I greet Jesus and I greet the Holy Spirit. Beautiful. And there are those, like you say, they get caught up in their day to day activities. And God never used from them. Yes, but only when all of a sudden something bad happens. Yeah, then they don't run to Satan. <laughs> you know, then they run to God. But the problem is, it sounds like this: God, 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 God. It's an echo. Yeah. Now, that's how it feels to them. They're calling out to Him, and they don't know how to hear His voice, yes. because they never practiced it. No. You've got to practice. I mean, I've got such a, a, a relationship with the Lord. He, he talks to me. Yes. Uh, I made a mistake the other day paying off a salary, and I didn't know it. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and He said, "You didn't subtract the UIF." And He said, "Go and fix it up with uh, the accountants." And I was like, "Oh my word! You're absolutely right." And that's because I have trained myself to hear Him. Yes. Andrew always says, and I love this. He always says, "God is talking to you all the time." Yes. Amen. And He keeps saying it. God is talking to you all the time. Are you listening? You've got to train yourself to hear him. You know, I came to a place where, and sometimes I forget a name of a business or something that I haven't dealt with a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I don't run to Google; I run to Him. Yes, because I'm constantly practicing His presence. Yes. Say, Lord, what's the name? You know that person's name, man, and then He'll bring it up and say, "Oh, you are so awesome to have," and then you know. Mm-hmm. But that's what you're talking about. Yes. Don't wait until the last minute and you really need help, mm-hmm. and then it's God,
3: God, God, God.
1: <laughs> Echo up in this place.
3: Yeah, exactly. Thank you for that. That is exactly the case because, like you said, a person lives, but if we only know God when we need Him, yeah. you know, it's like you're up with your face against the wall, then you're not going to have the faith to believe God. The Lord can say, where, where were you when you were not in trouble? Yeah. Because at the same time, the Bible says, out of the balance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And at the same time, but also when I was studying this, also something that came up as priorities. What is the bigger priority in your life? Your relationship to the Lord or the life that you're living here? We're all living in a world that's fallen, but at the same time, we're supposed to be the blessing for the world. We're supposed to be the light for the world that it all begins with a relationship and when i was studying this i really strongly felt the Lord saying to me the people are are neglecting their relationships with him yeah and you know god's got feelings as well god's a loving father but like i said how many times he's a gentleman he's not gonna force himself on us he's giving us a choice the bible says in deuteronomy he's set before us life and death and he says to us choose life so we must make a choice to say lord I choose to live for you. I choose, I'm going to make an effort in the morning to spend time with you. I choose, if I make a mistake, to go back to you. And that's what David did. He messed up when he committed adultery with a woman. And he was going to face the consequences of it. But he still said, Lord, I made a mistake, I'm going back. In other words, his relationship with the Lord meant more to him than whatever he could earn or get. Yes. And that is what the Lord wants from us. Because the Bible says, Jesus says, He's come to we may have life and have it more abundantly. But the point is, it all starts with first seek the kingdom. But you can't seek the kingdom if our relationship with the Lord's not intact. And another thing is, I make just a scripture references, and that's something like, if we make mistakes, don't hold on to your mistakes. I've recently spoken on a podcast when I said that it's time to move on. And I spoke to about people that actually, when they make mistakes, they drag their mistakes with them. They drag the mistakes with them. Yes, the Lord's given them, but that mistakes are still dragging along like strings behind them. And what must you do? The Philippians 3, 13 to 14 says, where Paul says that we must cut off, Yeah. cut off the past. And he says, do not think of the... And the Bible also says in the Old Testament, do not think of the former things. Just so they see... Yes, it says here Philippians 3 Once again I'm reading from New King James It says here Brevin I do not count myself to have apprehended But one thing I do Forgetting those things which are behind And reaching towards those things which are ahead I press towards the goal for the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus Now, those things are behind Disappointments, can, disappointments and blessings people can all at the same time hold on to bless the Lord you bless me, and they, they get stagnant they don't want to move forward because they never this must be it this must be it. this is what God got for me now God wants more for us the Bible says God could do more than we can ever ask or think but we must actually in our mind we must know like Paul says you press forward press forward towards what towards a better relationship or towards better provision to bear life and to call that God's place on each one of our lives each one of us got an individual call but it starts with seeking the Father's heart and find out what is it call. if our mistakes get pointed out the Bible says by the Spirit we must make end to the deeds of the flesh and we, and we need the Holy Spirit's help here and that is why I really believe it's important if we seek the Lord not only seeking for needs but seeking as well at the same time, concerning where's my relationship with you, what am I doing, maybe yeah. something small that might be displeasing to you. And I've got another point here I want to look at that is to guard our lives and what Jesus paid for. And Trevor and you are speaking about it in John 10 this thing when a thief comes to steal. And the moment you step out of faith, that Satan puts a target on you was like they were speaking earlier and they said immediately comes for a word. He immediately comes for that special place, that relationship that you have with the Lord. You can't have a bond if there's no faith involved. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Like we all know, Romans 10:17. And this is the first thing that the Satan will come. Because why? Still it wide, word and you'll remove a joy and a person will feel responded. That's also the joy David was referring to there at the same time. And another thing that I really actually looked at is So many people look at their relationship and experience with the Lord And say, Lord, what did I do then that I felt so close to you? And one thing that we must all realize, God doesn't change When we gave our last to him, how many years ago, and we felt that special connection The Lord's exactly the same thing The Bible refers to it in Romans 5, verse 5 Where it says that God's the same, He doesn't change Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever We unfortunately change, we get older, we grow, we grow older, but the Lord doesn't change. His arms are still open, His love is still the same for us. Romans 8, verse 57 says, Nothing can separate us from the love of God, nothing. But we must actually pursue that special place. We must pursue a cutting off everything that's actually that combat. We compromise. Ah, you know what? I can let this in, it's fine. In one of my podcasts I was mentioning this where I said like, it's like a person that's traveling on holiday with a vehicle. They just got enough baggage in their car to get to their destination. They were traveling fine. But every time they stopped, they loaded extra luggage. And every time they stopped, they loaded extra luggage. And at the end of the day, the car was driving so slow, it came to the point the car couldn't move forward anymore. And what do they have to do? They had to start offloading luggage, baggage, to get going again. And that is the same with us. We actually live our lives and the Lord starts becoming distant and distant you going to hear the Holy Spirit and you think, ah, you know what, it's fun, I'm still gonna go on. No, stop right there. See Lord, what did I do wrong? Uh-uh. Something mm-hmm. the, the, the so Satan is like I spoke before in one of these messages. Satan is deceptive, he actually knows exactly how to steal your joy without you realising it. Probably something small. It's when you start feet picking up something's not right, something's not the same then immediately see what's wrong and and sort it out yeah that's also what what I really believe it's it's more of encouragement to people but I really believe at the same time people make your relationships with the Lord special because we're living in the last days Jesus is coming back we all know that but Jesus is coming back for his children and he knows who his children is and the Bible also says their lips speak throughout things but their hearts are far away from him yeah That's another point We can't fool God And it says I actually made a note here I'm not going to read it But it says That God doesn't look At our status He doesn't look At our person He looks at our hearts So nobody can hide Anything from him So if you've got A heart that's sincere For God God will see that But at the same time Look after that place Look after that relationship You've got with the Lord And don't let the devil Steal that relationship Or that special place Because That's what happened To David He fell But he went back and no. you that relationship. It's not whatever I did wrong, I'm taking the consequences. I want that relationship back. And don't compromise. And another thing is, don't be spiritually lazy. Unfortunately, spiritual laziness is something that's very rampant in the, at the moment. People are going to church, but they're too lazy to spend time on the Word. Mm. They're too lazy to pray. They're too lazy to to actually, if a person say, I've got a need, oh, go to the pastor, go pray for him. Yeah, Why don't you pray for him? You can pray for him yourself. You've got the Holy Spirit inside of you. That's it. That's another important place. Don't be lazy. You are a bastard of Christ. You've got the Spirit of Jesus Christ inside of you. You can pray for a person. And if you don't know how to pray, pray in the Holy Spirit. The mm-hmm. Holy Spirit will show you what to pray for. That's an opportunity to grow. But once again, don't pass the bucket. Say, Lord, no, let somebody else do it. Use it as opportunity to, an opportunity. If opportunity comes to you, somebody comes to you, listen, I need help. Use an opportunity and grow, grow in your relationship or be a testimony. I've just spoken about my my recent podcast and said that's another way you can actually share the word of God. Be a testimony to people. If you see somebody's in need, go to the person and say, listen, I see you've got a need. How can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. And the person will see, why do you want to pray for me? I don't know you. And then they can see the light of Jesus Christ inside of you. Yeah, that is what we need to do we need to be God's ambassadors we need to be but we can only do that if our relationship with the Lord is a special place and so many people don't care about it they just carry on and we're all experiencing I'm sorry to say spiritual load sharing in our lives <laughs> but I, I think you know like a lot of people um,
2: they try and develop that relationship with God in the flesh yes and like
1: oh. like you,
2: you can love your
3: spouse yes
2: in, in the flesh yes uh, and um, that relationship doesn't go far no very good you can love the Lord in the flesh yes but you know the Bible says we love him because he first loved us mm-hmm. we've got to use his love to love him back with yes we've got to use his love to love us fast with exactly uh, that's why like I've been saying a lot lately that I love God mm-hmm. yes I've been saying a lot lately I love my neighbor mm-hmm. yes I'm using that love I'm mm-hmm. practicing that faith and there's things that used to bug me before, and it's not bugging me anymore, yeah. Because I'm using my faith, I'm, t- I'm taking that love mm-hmm. that He has
1: given me, and I'm loving Him with it, mm-hmm. and I'm loving my neighbour. And yes. that is very good. Having a, a relationship with the Lord in the flesh, mm. yeah, or in your own strength. Yes, um, you <coughs> are trying to make. It happened, yes. Uh, This is what I would say. If you don't have a good relationship with Him, and you really want a good relationship with Him, which, by the way, I pray for all of you. I pray for all of you because I know what that's going to do in your life. Even for you that's online, I pray that Mm. for you. But you can jump on the bandwagon and you can just say, I have an amazing yeah. relationship yes. with the Lord I Jesus Christ. I love spending time with Him. Yes,
2: yes. I love re- reading the Word.
1: That's all you need to do. Yeah. And you can say, Father, thank you for helping me develop that yes. relationship yeah. with you. Now, you do that, you'll find yourself, it might feel hard at first and so forth. But man, all of a sudden, a month down the line you chatting Lacka there with him and you don't even realize it and you say hey look what I'm doing Yeah, you know and you, you can have those amazing uh, relationships with him yeah. I mean he tells me some hectic stuff mm-hmm. and that comes as a result of a relationship with him
2: and like the other day I was just telling him like a lot I was saying Lord I love you Yeah, I love you yeah. And I felt my heart changing toward you. You yes. know, so, once again, um, like, people, you know, if, if they, they shouldn't be loving Him in the flesh, mm-hmm. they should be using His love that He put in their hearts yeah. when they uh, receive Jesus. And they should use that love by faith in loving Him, loving uh,
3: their neighbor. And that's so true. And he just said now, the Bible says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Yeah. That actually exactly what and confirms and he said so. That's a very good point to start another place where you can actually activate your faith is by worship. Yeah. You can do that any place. You can. That's. A minute, doesn't have to be 30 minutes, 20 minutes. You can just say, Lord, like and Trevor just said, Lord, I love you. Yeah. And just say, thank you for your Holy Spirit. That's something I do so many times when I look outside and look at the weather and I say, Lord Jesus, thank you that you not like this river that changes. <laughs> you the same always. Amen. As much I've got admiration for whoever I really thank God's so Lord, you the same yeah. And you know, Maurice, I want to add to that You know what I've always believed in
1: You can change the atmosphere in your home Yeah. This is what I do And Megan's known that for, for years What we do is we play some good gospel music Go yes. and find yourself a good artist who knows how to heal himself to the Holy Spirit and look at the lyrics of the song if the lyrics are there where their hearts are for God go and play that I promise you it does something to the atmosphere in your home. you bring peace I mean it, it's just amazing don't take that stuff for granted don't think it's just the song it's not just the song
3: and so true. And I'm coming to a close because we're really over the time. But another important point is concerning our daily lives. We all, Muslim. some of us have got secular jobs. Some of us are, us are day, daily working or doing something. The Bible says very importantly in Second Corinthians six, do not be uh, unequally yoked. I'm going to read it from New King James it says here verse fourteen: Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship is righteousness with lawlessness, or what communion has light with darkness, or what accord has Christ with Bela, or what part has a believer with an unbeliever, and what agreement has a temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God, as the Lord said. And that is something that really jumped out to me is, our bodies is a temple of the Holy Spirit. And we don't realize it, but we, when we fellowship with the people, I know people can argue. Yeah, but we're supposed to be witnesses for the Lord. Yes, but you be witnesses with discretion. Yes. When people are gonna bar and a drink or a, in, a, in a club doing funny things, don't go into the club there. The Holy Spirit guide you and uh, give you the right opportunity to witness to those people, but don't participate in those things. Don't take part of it, but that it actually rubs off on you. Once again, that's going to rob you of your relationship with the Lord. In what way? What happened when Adam and Eve sinned? Immediately they, they were naked, like Trevor spoke yeah. before. How did they find their naked? Because of their sin. Yeah. So the moment a person sinned, you can feel there's a distance.
2: Yeah.
3: And it's not God who moved away from us. It's our sin that actually moved us away from God. Yeah. Yeah. Conviction, guilt. So that's why I said just be Especially, I'm not saying be super spiritual We're yeah. all in a physical body But just be sensitive and be vigilant Because like the Bible says The devil is out for it for the believer yeah. He's going to do anything in his power To trip a person And, and like Kevin Andy spoke He doesn't care yeah. He doesn't care about you Only thing he cares about is getting people to fall And, and to re- lose that relationship with the Lord so I really want to encourage you guys And I'm coming to an end So if you got a relationship we all should have relationships with the Lord Make it special Keep it special Even if it doesn't feel the same today As it felt yesterday or a year back Or when you gave your heart to the Lord you Know what you can do Go to the Lord to Lord Start with repenting I do it a lot at home When I get home and say, Lord If I've done anything wrong today That I'm not aware of I repent of that And please let your Holy Spirit help me And show me so I can correct that and not to be super spiritual, but just to show the Lord that you're open for correction.
2: Yeah.
3: But that's another thing that people are running away from. They're running away from being corrected. Oh, yeah. They make mistakes, but when they need to apply correction, they, they don't want to listen to making the correction. of for points out, this is what you need to do. They don't want to listen.
2: And God corrects us that He loves. Exactly.
3: And also the Bible says the rebellious dwell in a dry land. So if a person's I'm sorry to point it out, but if a, a person's not gonna be willing to make corrections, would circle? Sorry for Afrikaans, but I mean <laughs> you're gonna struggle and that's not you that's not the Lord's fault. That then that's your own mistake. Own, own own fault because you don't wanna apply corrections. So guys, I just wanna I'm coming to the end to say make your relationship with the Lord special. As I, I was actually thinking of, you know, made like couples they renew their wedding vows. Look, you can't get born again again, but I really believe you can actually... Go to Lord, law degree. I want to renew my born-again vows of you. That's I, good. I want to love you again today like I loved you the day I actually got, uh, got born again. And I want to be you to be special to me again like the day that I got born again. Yeah. And that's something you can do. And something that... The, the Bible says, draw close to God, He'll draw close to you. And that's the only thing Lord's looking for. He's just looking for effort from, from us as His children. Make an effort we'll see how happy he gets when we actually approach him the joy of the Lord is our strength we'll see his happiness we'll get encouraged wow I really want to do this more and that will cause you to grow in the Lord so guys don't take your relationships with the Lord for granted doesn't matter where it is if you got born again and you still amped for God go for it Mm. but keep it flame fired stay in the word stay in faith stay in prayer walk in love and be a blessing to the world Amen. Amen. That's it. Amen. You want to close in prayer there, Morris? Yeah. Okay. Father God, Lord Jesus, thank you that we could all come together tonight, Lord, to receive your word. I really pray with all my heart that every single person that listens to your word tonight will receive your word, will understand, and will apply it to the last. And I pray in the name of Jesus, Father God where these doors in their life that might have been closed to you. I pray tonight, Father God, that even if it will hurt, I pray that it will open the door for you, for your love and your Holy Spirit to come into their lives, to deliver them, to set them free. And I thank you, Father God, for every need, wherever it might be that, that you've met it already in Jesus' name. Amen. And I thank you, Lord, that your angels will protect every person, as per your word in Psalm 91. And I thank you, Lord, you will be blessed again. And we'll be blessed coming back again next week in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.
1: And as we always say, faith comes comes by hearing, hearing, so so keep keep on hearing. hearing. Amen.
0: Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account, And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called So Into A Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of Snapscan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.